This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Randall Cobb, newly acquired by the Jets, joins us here. Uh, Randall, congratulations on becoming a Jet, and welcome to New York. And it's certainly a, an exciting time here with Gangrene, isn't it? It is, it is. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're all excited. Looking forward to Monday night. So l- let me ask you this. How closely were you monitoring the Aaron Rodgers situation as the whole thing with Green Bay went down, knowing that you know, you're one of his guys, and there was probably a pretty good chance that you were going to at least possibly wind up following him to wherever he, he wound up playing. Uh, I mean, I was watching it as a friend. Uh, in my mind, I was actually more on the verge of retiring like, than I was of coming back. Um, I was dealing with a bone spur in my ankle, and, um, you know, I got surgery on it in February, so I was more so just worried about my friend and you know, the decision he was going to make. Randall, when you guys walked off the field that last game in Lambeau, was your thought that this could be it because he was going to retire or this was going to be it with him in Green Bay? Uh, in my mind, I, I thought he was retiring. You know, I thought it was the end for him. Um, you know, just off conversations that we had, I knew he was frustrated. I didn't I didn't think he would um, be able to get out of there, obviously, with the contract that he had. Um but, you know, it was able to work out, and uh, now we're both here in New York. Now, as you look back at in those conversations that you had, I mean, 18 years in one spot is a long time. And the Aaron that you see now, like, is this something you can look back at and say this is kind of exactly what he needed? Was a change of scenery, new teammates, getting yeah. reinvigorated? No, for sure, no doubt. Like, this is this is huge. I mean, just for him to have the opportunity. Uh, 18 years, like you said, is a long time in one place. And uh, just uh, to be in a different place and – be reinvigorated just uh, by being in a different situation, in a different building, with different people, and in a different city. You, you, you can see that he's uh, he's enjoying his time here, and he make his way around and check out all the different sporting events and shows, and uh, just having a great time. And you know, also uh, continue to do what he does on the football field. How different? Because we know, like, he didn't play preseason, wouldn't, wouldn't go to, like, some offseason training. How, how different is the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen here with the Jets? How how different is it than what you saw personally firsthand with the Packers? Uh, I mean, when it comes to the football field, it's, it's nothing different. Uh, you know, he's still very detail-oriented. He's so competitive. Uh and he wants to win every day in practice. You know, we're going up against a great defense in practice every day. Um, and, you know, I think that we've made each other better uh, through this preseason, uh, through off-season workouts. And, um, you know, when it comes to his play on the, on the field, like, he, he's still the same, Aaron, that I've always known. All right, Randall, i got to ask you this because, I mean, we've all watched Hard Knocks. And, and I know you said it was you blacked out. And you got fined. I don't. I'll ask you about you. She didn't seem like she was going to be happy to pay that to pay that fine. But like in that moment, was that was that just more of as the veteran, you know, as one of the veteran guys in this team, kind of setting the tone for the for the wide receiver room? Like that. There's this is all just about you know running routes and catching passes. There are other things that go along with you know championship football, and this is one of them. 
I mean, that's just the way that I play the game. You know, I, you know, I don't know how much y'all have watched me or paid attention to me, but I'm an edgy player, and that's just that's just the way I go about it. It wasn't about setting the tone. I honestly couldn't remember the rule in that moment because I knew I knew there was a rule, but I thought if I was moving lateral, uh, horizontal towards their sidelines, and it was a clean hit, and I just you know in that moment couldn't I couldn't remember that rule, and you know you gotta you gotta make a decision when you're playing, and you know. Um, you know, it just it, it happened the way it happened, and you know, unfortunately, um, you know, he got injured, and uh, unfortunately, I got fined. But you know, that's that's all a part of the game, and it comes with the territory. What the Giants have to say to you uh, after that hit? I know they were none too happy, right? Uh, they, I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. You know what they. What they were saying, I more so was I heard the ref make the call, and then I was getting back to the huddle, so get ready for the next play. Yeah, he's not happy. Just so let's be transparent here, uh, Randall. Yeah. yeah, Dave, my co-host, is a huge Giants fan, and he told he told me before we, you know, we were gonna have you on. He was gonna tell you how upset he was about the uh, the hit. No, because I, I like you, and I remember you back from <laughs> from, con- from your Kentucky days and your Cowboys days, which I didn't care for either because I'm a Giants fan, but. <laughs> Um, but, but the Packers and the Texans, like I, I've always been a, a big uh, a fan of yours, and that it upset me greatly. And I found out you were going to join us today, and I was like, oof, I'm going to have to really kind of bury some of the feelings I have and, and welcome you into the show. Well, I apologize to you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that your feelings got hurt. Uh, you know, I was just playing football. Um, it's unfortunate that it happened the way that it did. I mean, that's, that wasn't my intention. I wasn't trying to go out and hurt anybody. I wasn't trying to... Um, you know, be putting putting anyone in that situation. Um, you know, things happen on the football field, and you got to make decisions in a small window. And unfortunately, I made a bad one in that one. All right, you know, I accept your apology. Oh, stop it! I, no, he he apologized to me. I accept. I accept, I fully, wholeheartedly accept your apology. And I think it's a big man to apologize to me on the show. So thank you for that. Um, do you do you like have do you recognize yet? the New York media and just how big it is. Cause I mean, Dallas is also big, but I just feel like green Bay is kind of a, a mom and pop kind of town where, and they love their team and they want to, you know, raise a level of their, their team. New York is really, really tough. Do you, do you even realize it yet? Or are you still in that kind of honeymoon phase with New York and the media? I mean, I, I can sense it. I, I know that is, that is coming. Uh, you know, I definitely, you can feel it. You can, you can, you can see it. I mean, you know, Twitter, Instagram, you can, you can things and see how everything gets blown out of proportion in different ways. Uh, but, but that's part of it. You know, that's, you know, you take the good with the bad. Um, it's been great. I've uh, been up here and been, um, a part of this team and a part of this organization and, uh, just, Enjoying the moments, you know. Obviously, Hornox is gives a different access to um, us as individuals and as as a team. Um, so you take the good with the bad with that. And that, that is what it is. It's, it's, all, it's all part of the game. All right, the man with the most beautiful eyes in the NFL, Randall Cobb, joins us here in the show. Um, Randall, how much is as the offense had been? I don't want to. I don't know if streamlines the right word, but just as we head here to uh, Monday night in Week One. Um, not having a lot of preseason action, but with you know Aaron at the line of scrimmage, hard counts, and all those different things, I'm sure like it, the it, avoiding penalties at all costs is probably one of the focuses of of the Week One game. Has there things have things been done to kind of streamline that process to make sure there's not many mistakes made? 
Uh, I think that's just communication. That's, that's our ability to, you know, communicate in practice and meeting rooms and just be on the same page uh, as we go into this first game. Um, we know self-inflicted wounds, uh, self-inflicted pains is, is not a, a way to win football games. You never want to have pre-snap penalties. And, you know, we try to do the best that we can in practice with uh, getting everybody to understand the snap counts and uh, the signal changes and um, that, that, that goes back to details and you know we always talk about the smart best football players or the smartest players and can can pick up all those things and, and the learning curve um, being fast on the learning curve. The very apologetic Randall Cobb joining us here on a Friday <laughs> morning, ninety-eight-seven ESPN. Um, Buffalo, that, that's a hell of a football team. You guys get them on prime time, Monday night football. I know it almost sounds like a dumb question, but how big is this game for you guys? Right, You've had the whole offseason. It's the debut for Rodgers. It's kind of a new feel with the Jets. The expectations are through the roof. This is, this is bigger than just the opening game of the season, isn't it? I mean, it will be for a lot of people. Um, we, we know as a team that we get 17 guarantee opportunities, and this is the first one. Uh, I think everybody's excited for it. We know the energy's going to be electric. Um, you know, uh, Monday Night Football, 9-11, two New York, New York teams, we, we understand what's, what's in front of us. Um, it's, we're, we're excited about it. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's one football game, and it's a divisional game, and we understand the importance of the division and uh, – well, we're excited to go out there and have fun and show who we are this year. All right, Randall, last one for me. Um, you know, I was going back to some of the hard knock stuff too, which is great because we get to see kind of the behind the scenes stuff and, um, you know, see you really get a chance to, you know, be the leader that, that I know and I've heard that you are. But, I mean, I saw your reaction when, you know, Xavier Gibson and Jason Brownlee were, found out that they were on the team. Like, how much pride do you take in when you, you know, kind of take one of those guys under your wing and mentor them that they have the kind of success that you hope they have? Well, that's what you hope for. You know, I, I've done that every year. Uh, you know, I try my best to, to give everything I can to everybody in the room and to feel them the best I can. But uh, when you see two guys that, you know, take what you tell them and – put it to work you know if they they made that happen it wasn't me it's not like i haven't done that before this is this is what i always do this is who i am i want to help everybody in the room i want to get them to have the success the best and be the best version of themselves and i try to push everybody in the room to that and uh to see them you know take the notes and take the coaching and take um you know uh, everything that i was telling them and and put it to action and earn the right um, to be in New York Jets and, and to uh, have this opportunity. Uh, you know, that, that speaks volumes to the character and the work ethic of those guys and their talent and their ability um, that was able to come out um, over the course of a few months from uh, OTAs to training camp. Speaking of the wide receiver room, I mean, you're in there with Garrett Wilson continuously. What what do you what do you notice about this kid? It, it feels like he's different. It feels like he's special. It feels like, it feels like there's superstardom uh, all over him. I mean, do do you see that? Does it does it ooze from him? Have you kind of taken him under your wing and and made him into you know try to push him into something that you you see fit that's appropriate for him to be at that next level? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so much. Try to make him fit. Uh, you know, I think that he definitely is a star. I think that. Um, He's someone that no one just hasn't seen because, you know, they had 12 p.m. games or 1 p.m. games 
um, all season last year. Nobody has seen him. Uh, so with him having an opportunity to have a few primetime games uh, this season, you know, he's going to get a lot more eyes now that Aaron's here and people want to see his success or failure. Um, so, you know, I think that it's, it's going to be a great opportunity for him uh, to step into that, that role. Uh, he And he knows it, and I think that he's ready and prepared for it. He's a great kid. You know, he has a great character. Um, just being able to get to know him over the past few months, I, I know that he's ready and prepared for it. And uh, when it comes to his game, it's just about refining uh, his, his craft. And uh, he goes he goes out there every day uh, with that in mind, and, and he's working uh, to get better and, um, and refine his skills. Well, listen, we appreciate you. Um, good luck on Monday. Really, uh, you know, the entire city is counting on you guys to have a special, special season. I know my co-host is is desperate for big things, so good luck, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to you later on as the season rolls along. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.